Yes, you are listening to the Tiger Cats Audio Network on week one between the Tiger Cats and Bombers at IG Field taking center stage in the Canadian Football League. You are listening to Tiger Cats pregame presented by Greenworks. Greenwork Tools is kicking off your lawn care season with all the outdoor power you need. Tackle any chore like the pros by visiting us at greenworkstools.com. Time for his pregame salutations. Pleased to bring in longtime Ty Cats coach and analyst John Salavanis. John, how are you feeling on week one? Well, I'm just like you guys, Bubba. I'm, you know, I'm excited for this. I, you got to look at this as a great opportunity. You know, and Andy said it earlier, you couldn't ask for a better challenge uh, than this game tonight. Coach, what's your first impression of the matchup itself and, and what you're going to see tonight? Well, hopefully what you're going to see is, well, let's go back to this, Andy. You know, until you play a full game, you don't know what you really have. So the sooner you know your own identity, the sooner you can grow as a team. So without game film to work from, you've got to be ready tonight for the unexpected. And, and from that, you, you basically, you go into the ball game and you make sure that, that any adversity that happens – you can overcome it. And, and uh, being away from home on the first game, that makes it a little bit tougher. Coach, a lot of, if you're looking across this, this uh, depth chart, there's a lot of veteran players who have come to the Ticats and been added to this roster. Uh, is there any one or two that you uh, are spe- specifically excited to watch and see how, how they fit in with this Ticat team? Well, yes. Thurman at the middle linebacker, number one. Number two would be the Sam linebacker, Edwards, which I think is, is a great addition to uh, this team. And then George at the uh, short corner uh, on the field. I think uh, those are guys that I look at and say, well, you know, they've got to do a great job. Up front, you got Sales, uh, who came from ha- uh, Winnipeg to Hamilton. Uh, he's got to be uh, one of those guys that you keep an eye on. So, you know, from that side of the ball, those are the guys that I'm looking at. Uh, on the other side, Bayless has had a good camp in the receiving core. Uh, Figueroa at the left side tackle, he's a, he's a real uh, uh, cog to success in that offensive line. And he's coming into this ball game as, as a game-time decision with a little bit of an injury. But um, those are the kinds of guys that you look at. And then it goes back to Mitchell. And Bo Levi, he kind of fits the mold for uh, coordinator Tommy Condell. You know, he's very accurate with the ball, and he likes to go vertical with the ball. Coach, uh, assuming Joel Figueroa is going to play, uh, to me this seems like the most continuity that this team has had on the offensive line heading into week one uh, or the most confidence that in recent history. Do you agree with that? And what makes this, this group so special? Well, I think it's very special because the interior of, of the line, when they got Beard to come in, uh, I think from Edmonton, if I'm not mistaken, uh, with Revenberg on one side and Wooden Manzi uh, coming along as a young player uh, at the guard spot, that really solidified the interior of the line. Where the problems uh, seemed to be were at the tackle spots. You know, the left side tackle last year was, was an open book. You never knew who was going to be in there at the time. And Figueroa, 
He's grown up as a player. We had him in Hamilton early on in his career. Now he's really grown up as a player, and, and he figures uh, predominantly uh, in that offensive line. Well, someone who could benefit from that offensive line is a guy we haven't really mentioned yet, but a, a major offseason pickup was James Butler, second in the league last year in rushing yards. He had he had seven touchdowns rushing, another four receiving, uh, a combined nearly nearly uh, over sorry excuse me over fourteen hundred yards combined. How important is it going to be for the Ticats to establish the run, and what do you think that James Butler in particular brings to this team? Well, I think James Butler brings a great deal to this team. Again, you know, it's an upgrade in the running back position. Uh, To me, tonight's game, uh, you look at the Cats, can they shorten this game by running the football? It's something that that Tommy Condell doesn't really uh, lean on very heavily, but now with Butler in the lineup, maybe he'll – He'll go to that uh, more often. And, and second to that, can they get the big explosive play on offense because they're able to run the football? So, you know, I, I think that a lot will depend upon how the O-line plays, uh, how good Butler can be. And Butler, by the way, is a decent uh, back in terms of uh, pass blocking. And that becomes very, very important with the uh, two uh, J boys on the end uh, for ha- for Winnipeg. You know, you know, Coach. I keep looking back at the statistics, and I, I hope I'm not wrong with this, but I feel like I've checked and double checked. We haven't seen a 1,000 yard rusher in Hamilton since DeAndre Cobb. <laughs> you know that goes back a little bit. Um, has that just been a matter of the personnel? Has not, you know, guys like Gable have been here? Like, is that just not been a matter of the, the, the personnel been good, good enough to have a balance-like offense? Or is it Tommy Condell's offensive style? What, what's been the reason why there, the balance just hasn't been there? Well, that's hard to say, but I, I think you hit upon all of the, uh, the ifs, ands, and buts about it. You know, if Tommy Condell's not calling those plays, uh, they're not going to be uh, running. And when you talk about running backs, go back a number of years ago when we brought in, uh, Hamilton brought in Danny McManus in 1980, 1998. Danny McManus is very much like uh, what Bo Levi Mitchell is to this team today. But at the same time, he had a running back named Troy Davis. Troy Davis in, uh, in those uh, first season ran for like 2,000 yards uh, from the backfield. So, you know, you've got to be able to make the play calls in, in order to get the running back involved in the game. Coach, what happens if the Ticats get down early? Do you think they still can can commit to the run as the game wears on? Well, that, that's what I'm hoping for. You know, uh, really, uh, that's the adversity part of it. You know, you, you expect the unexpected. So you, you, if you get down early in the ball game and you get away from your game plan, which this, this game plan is basically all about Hamilton. It has very little to do with Winnipeg because we haven't seen them play a full game with, with this complement of players. So if you get away from your run game, uh, you kind of destroy yourself. I, I think it's a four-quarter game. And you got to control yourself, and you got to be able to evaluate what the run game is doing for you. And it gives you the option of the play-action pass, which Mitchell is so good at, and that gives him the opportunity to go deep to uh, some of his receivers. 
who, who's the young player? I know we've talked a lot about veterans. Uh, who's the first or second or maybe even third-year player that's got to continue to make that next step, Coach? Well, I think uh, Carney at the defensive end is one of those guys that's got to make that step up. Uh, he had, I think, five sacks last year uh, in the ballgame. Uh, Bennett behind him is, is a great Canadian defensive end, and uh, he needs to step up his game. But beyond those two guys on the defensive side, if you look over to the offensive side, Riley at the right tackle has to really improve his game and become a very solid player at that position. Five minutes. I don't know what kind of situations you saw over your time, but I don't know if you've seen where a, a place kicker has not participated in training camp, and here he comes. Seth Small has rejoined the team, and, and we all understand the reasons. Uh, it, do you feel any concern with the sense that he has not been with the team and has joined the team, and uh, or is it just that you're a kicker and you just kick the ball? Uh, <laughs> You know, not, to dis I, not, to dis I, not to disrespect the I, position. I understand you, Bubba. I understand you. And I'm going to go back to uh, Paul Osbaldison. When Paul Osbaldison was with us, you know, uh, during practice, at that time we were at Brock University. And uh, Paul would uh, start to practice off with a couple of kicks uh, from field goal range. And, and then the practice would begin. And uh, Paul would kind of disappear. We never knew where he was going or what he was doing. <laughs> Half the time he was over at the Burger King getting some fries and, and a burger. <laughs> then he would come back and kick the ball at the end of the uh, practice and, and make both the field goals and walk off. So kickers are kickers. Uh, you just have to treat them differently. Coach, there's another, a, a, a number of aspects from last year that you'd want to see improvement uh, with this Ticat team. You can look at, at turnovers. You can look at um, sacks uh, forced. Uh, you can look at rushing yards. We already kind of touched on that a bit. What are, what's one in particular are you looking for the biggest difference in this new season? Well, uh, you hit on it earlier, and, and that's a turnover. You cannot give the ball back to a team like Winnipeg, obviously, because Winnipeg is so good on the offensive side of the ball, and, and you kind of destroy yourself uh, if you give the ball away. So to me, the turnovers, and, and Mitchell will not turn the ball over uh, anywhere near as much. There's a time when the pass rush is going to get to you, and it's time to either throw the ball away or feel it need it and, and take the loss and let your punter come in and, and put you back in field position. Coach, a little bit about the opposition, and, and I know we talk a lot about uh, the, you know, the fact that the Tiger Cats have been able to bring back their coaching staff in continuity, uh, and I talked to Andy about this earlier in the broadcast, but I'd like your opinion as well too. A little bit about the Blue Bombers and what they've been able to establish over the last three to five years under the likes of Mike O'Shea. Well, I think Mike O'Shea has done such an excellent job I think this is his ninth year. I think he's been there eight uh, solid years. And they wanted but to fire he, him early. Well, you know, every coach goes through that. and You're hired to be fired. And, and you have to work your way through it and make sure that, that that doesn't happen. But he's kept his defensive group together. He's kept his offensive group together. Yes, they're getting a little bit old in the offensive line with Hedrick and, and Bryant. But at the same time, they're playing very well. And they're playing uh, as a unit, as a team. And, and so I think the way he's approached everything, he keeps everything close to the best. He keeps everything in-house. 
He plays entirely within the rules of the game. He, he's a real expert in uh, player uh, associations and understands uh, what the players are feeling. So I, I think he's built himself uh, along with the other guys that, that are in that uh, hierarchy of Winnipeg. He's built themselves an opportunity seconds. to be, to be uh, a champion every year. Coach, about 90 seconds here. i got to throw this to you. You said his name that just it interests me, and i got to know why is Stanley Bryant so good? Like He has been uh, the, one of the dominating offensive linemen in this Canadian Football League for, for probably three to four years going in a row right now. Well, you know, he puts himself in the right position footwork-wise uh, to cut down the pass rush by the defensive end. He's got himself a good long arm strength. He, he's got himself uh, in a position every time uh, you watch him play. It, right now, he comes off the ball. It almost looks like he's going to be offside the way he comes off the ball, but he's very quick on his feet for a huge man. And, and it's, you know, you have to take a cab ride to get around him. So uh, all in all, you know, I think he's, he's a wonderful offensive tackle. Coach, Coach, sorry. Coach, what's your message to the team in the locker room go, before you hit the field tonight? Well, the first thing I'm going to say to them is, guys, control your breathing when you go out there. You could exhaust yourself in the first quarter if you don't take your time and understand that this is just a ball game and that you've got to play four quarters. And second to that, this is your opportunity to show the fans that we're going to be a good football team. Coach John Salavan, it's fabulous to hear from you. We always look forward to breaking down stuff with you. We look forward to breaking down this contest with you when we uh, come together next week. Until then, thank you for your time. Enjoy this evening's game. I certainly will. Thank you, guys.